0: Well, good morning and welcome to Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. I'm Tamara McDaniel, join us if you can. We are at 3000 West Springfield in Champaign at the corner of Springfield and Duncan or phone in at 356-9397. You can even text your questions or comments to our Castle Heating and Cooling text line at 351-5357. We have our Plant expert. John Carver standing by. Hey, good morning, Tamara. Good morning, John. And we have a couple of extra special guests this morning. We have uh, plant enthusiast Sharon Erb joining us. Good, good morning. Good, good morning, Sharon. And just how, how perfect is it that your last name is Herb? I know. People <laughs> spell it with an H a lot. I'll bet they have do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and finally, Megan Reynolds, one of the store's managers, also good joins morning, us. Good morning, Tamara. Good morning, Megan. Gosh, I'm so glad that you both could join us this morning because uh, Marianne is at another hosta convention. <laughs>
1: yep. Her and, love and passion. Yes.
0: Yes. And then uh, Steve is? Oh,
1: uh, buying trip. A
0: buying trip. Oh, yep. how fun! Yeah, great. Got
1: to keep the store stocked.
0: Oh, absolutely. And, and I, I love how you guys are so good at uh, keeping everything fresh. The store has been rearranged again, and everything looks so, so nice and fun to discover. Uh, the new thi- items that you've put out on the shelves. I see Halloween starting to sneak in already. Fall. Uh,
1: yeah.
2: Here comes fall. Here mm-hmm. comes yeah. fall. Yeah. You're
0: right. It's, it's invading.
1: invading. We just got uh, <laughs> thirteen. 15 racks of fresh perennials yesterday which we can Ooh. talk about later so yeah <laughs> great yeah
0: yeah and because I was looking back at the perennials I noticed a lot of them are like 50% off some of them and 40 yeah. percent off yeah
1: uh, some of the 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 earlier ones that uh, that bloom early you know like Baptistia and irises and things like that that okay. are that are past bloom time uh, now it's time to get them in the ground, get the roots in the ground and they'll be beautiful plants for next year. That's great. So yeah, enjoy some of the savings on those.
0: That's terrific. Yeah, that's, that's a that's great a idea. idea. Yeah. yeah. Um, and <clears throat> let's see, and then Megan, you probably know of a few other specials going on right now, don't you?
3: Yeah, we do have some great prices going on right now. We've got some butterfly bushes on sale for thirteen ninety seven, and they're blooming right now. Um, you know, lots of fragrance and, and beautiful color for the pollinators, which yes. is great. We've got to, you know, get something in our garden for them.
0: Uh-huh, and it reminds me of the article in the News Gazette today about monarch butterflies and how we need to plant more, more milkweed in particular. But And isn't that also known as a butterfly plant?
1: Or is it yeah, yeah, common common name, absolutely. Okay. Yeah, so we we actually did just get some more uh, Asclepius in yesterday, which is the one of the Latin terminologies. Okay. For butterfly weed or so, yeah, it plant. sounds nicer than milkweed. Uh, swamp <laughs> swamp milkweed. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> even worse. You're right. <laughs>
0: Like, who wants that? Oh, wait, it's
3: pretty. Everybody does. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. And, it. Uh,
0: yeah, it was interesting to find out uh, uh, that, um, boy, that monarchs are almost, or they're at least being considered to be put on the endangered species list. Mm-hmm. And so anything that we can do to help uh, with their reproduction and, and their sustainability is welcomed. So big sale on Asclepias there you go
1: so so uh and and if you guys have ever read about the travels of the monarch and their lifespan uh the way they come all the way from mexico it's pretty amazing yes
0: i was interested to find out that uh they go through a few generations Mm -hmm. here in north america or in the u.s and the northern area before they and then it's like the fourth generation i think it said that finally makes it down to mexico are you familiar with this yes, i am the
2: pollinator pockets that the uh, u of i extension office was doing this year that is perfect if you don't have a big spot or if you just have a pot just put you can uh, go to their website and see what plants they need or you can just do one big hunk of butterfly weed yeah and <laughs> there it does help but uh it doesn't take much to do it, and it does help those fragile little guys. You love looking at them. You like to watch them in your garden, mm-hmm. and they are really in trouble, really, really in trouble.
0: Oh, that's a shame. But it's nice to know that there is something we can do to help.
2: But er- if everybody would do it, it wouldn't be on endangered lists. Yeah. And like the news uh gazette article stated, even the mowing on the interstate that you'll if you drive by there a little slower than the speed limit, you will see some of the milkweed and some of the uh different flowers that they've kind of left in the wild there. Nice. So that that really does help our population of monarchs. That's great. That's great. And sulfurs and flickers and all of yeah. them, but
0: Good point. That's yeah. awesome. <laughs> so. Yeah. 356-9397, Plant Experts, live at Prairie Gardens. Let's go ahead and go to the phones where Kenneth is calling in from Champaign. Good morning, Kenneth. How can we help?
4: Good morning. Uh, you were talking about uh, the, the butterfly milkweed. I, I got one from him last year, and it didn't hardly do anything. And this year it just came out uh, like gang- gangbusters. I don't know. <laughs> I, I can't believe that it, it it's. Kind of a reddish or orange, orange flower, and it's yeah. really, it's really blooming.
1: <laughs> nice. <laughs> Isn't that,
5: great? Well,
0: uh, that is
4: uh, great? I don't know why it didn't do the first. I didn't move it or there anything. I just, I, I figured it probably wouldn't come back. But boy, it's, it's doing great. So.
0: That's good to know. I wonder if it just had to get uh, used to, adjusted to its environment, maybe get it. roots. Yeah.
4: Well, yeah, yeah like sometimes firming.
6: it's
2: yeah. acclimated to the area that it's at, good work, <clears throat> but once you plant a butterfly weed, <laughs> you'll have it, or milkweed, you'll have it. I have a neighbor that planted it and it's now in my yard, so and I didn't plant it, it just and I've left them where they wherever they decided to come up, so uh you you'd only invest once, or if you have a neighbor you get it put, free. That, <laughs> it put
4: that and it puts out a pod, like a narrow skinny pod so i suppose that's all full of seeds too and yes
1: yeah absolutely that, yeah. that's yeah. that's. it'll pop
2: open and it'll be kind of like a little snow fairy came over there and poof huh so it'll yeah, be really yeah, cool okay. if you catch
4: yeah, it yeah they're really yeah they're really a pretty flower
0: so in the meantime right. Kenneth, okay. did you do anything special with no your...
4: not, not not really not really
0: just kind of <laughs> left it huh
4: yeah I kind of gave up on my hydrangea. I had two of them that bloomed when I first got them, and then this that I got from another outfit. Um, and then one year it got one <laughs> bloom, and I tried to move it this year, and it just not doing anything. I get to say, I'm giving up on it.
0: <laughs> Sometimes hydrangeas can be like that, just a little fussy. You, until you just yeah, get I, it figured I, yeah, out where it
4: they want doesn't, it just doesn't i moved it from where it was from hoping that it, it would get more sun so does it require more sun than sun? the
2: original spot kenneth
4: yeah well it's not a whole lot more but quite a bit more
1: <laughs> all right kenneth do you know what what type of hydrangea it is do you know well, the name of
4: it it? rio mm-hmm. something it was, it was blue and then they told me to get some uh, aluminum oxide or, or to make it darker, to make it a dark blue, you know.
0: To adjust the pH balance uh, in the soil. Aluminum sulfate or something.
4: That's correct. That's correct. Uh, You know. All righty. Oh, okay. Well, thank you.
1: Don't don't give up on your hydrangea. Hydrangea.
4: Okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Okay. Do you think okay. so?
0: You. Okay. Great. I'm
4: sorry. I'm sorry.
0: Uh, what? I was just wondering, so uh, so we don't know, because some hydrangeas can be annuals, right? And some are perennial. Most are perennials, but
1: they're all, per- they're, they're all they're, perennials. They're all perennial considered shrubs. shrub and, and come back every year. There are some oh, yeah, it, that are it, it, produced.
0: It
4: comes, yeah, it comes back good. That's good. Are a lot you of over,
7: greenery.
2: <laughs> Kenneth, are you, since it has a lot of greenery, are you over-fertilizing it at all?
4: Well, maybe. I don't, I'm don't. i not too much of an expert on how much to put out there, you know.
2: Well, you don't have to be an expert, but if you just read the directions, it'll tell yeah. you whether, you know, what month you should really start applying it and then stop. Because if you do oh. too much nitrogen, which is a basic fertilizer, what you're putting on there, you'll just get that beautiful green flush, but you won't get any flowers. Hmm. So oh. you might want to back off a little bit. And if you just transplanted it, be sure you water it a lot in this heat because you'll kill it yeah. if you don't water it. Okay. Even though you don't think you need to, you should.
0: And then hydrangeas are what? <laughs> full sun? Part shade? They're everything. Oh, okay. Yep. <laughs> it just depends on the species? Correct. Yes. Yeah, okay.
1: the the macrophyllotypes, which are uh, <laughs> normally the the round like the mop head. Uh, pink and blue especially would require... A little less sun in the afternoon Okay. as opposed to morning sun would be a great situation for those. Uh, but a lot of your others, the paniculata types that are a little more cone-shaped, they can stand all the way up to full sun to part sun.
2: Okay. Wow. But I've also found sometimes they really won't survive very well in that full sun. If it's like a desert out there... Mm. It's not going to work. You you need to have a little shade of, like you like to plant a tree in front of something to give it shade. You might want, you want to make sure it's not too much full sun. You're, you're right, Sharon. And, uh, and
1: sometimes uh, if you have them close to your house, uh, you get the heat reflection from the siding or the brick or, or bricks or whatever mm-hmm. your your home is made of. Uh, that hot afternoon sun blasting blast back off of that. Uh-huh. So yeah, sometimes you do have heat. some okay. some issues. Yep.
2: Well, I will tell you, Kenneth. If you, <laughs> I am a really. Uh, a very true gardener because I will even put up uh, umbrellas over plants that need it. Really, if that's it's, smart. If, if it's I've just, if I've transplanted it and unfortunately I hit the hot sun area of the month, I will go out and get my table umbrellas and put it on there during the the peak time of the heat. Not all day because you still want it to get sun, but I will put it on there. Uh, I've had neighbors say you have a carnival in your yard, and I'm like, no, not really. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> protecting my plants. So you might try that. If you really like your hydrangea, Kenneth, uh, just give it a little more love and a little tender care, okay?
0: All righty. Okay, thank okay.
4: you.
2: Okay, uh-huh. bye-bye. So awesome.
0: Thanks bye-bye. for calling in, Kenneth, Three five six nine three nine seven. Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. Let's go back to the phones then where Mike has phoned in. Good morning, Mike.
5: Good morning. Um, I've got a question for you that you might be kind of tired of. I'm pretty sure you've talked about this multiple times before, but
0: uh, That's I do all, right.
5: all the answers. I'm sorry. Um, I have uh, some um, English ivy, I think it's English ivy, under some pine trees. And um, it's been, over the years, many years, very healthy. This year, creeping Charlie, has, <laughs> at least in one section of it, has completely overgrown it. AND mm-hmm. I'M WONDERING IF THERE ISN'T SOMETHING THAT I CAN SPRAY uh, ON THE uh, CREEPING CHARLIE THAT WON'T uh, DIMINISH OR DAMAGE THE uh, IVY, With it WILL knock IT BACK OR so WHATEVER.
2: Hmm. I WOULDN'T RECOMMEND TRYING TO uh, PUT ANY TYPE OF herb, uh, HERBICIDE on it because you're going to kill your ivy Uh, the kind of the best thing i've found to get rid of creeping charlie is wait till a really good rain or take your hose and go over there and soak that particular area until it's really soft and then on your hands and knees you will (laughs) physically pull it out very gently so you don't break any off creeping charlie is worse than violets so just try to uh do that but if you've got a nice spread of ivy i would be really really careful i wouldn't try to put anything and actually it doesn't really kill the creeping charlie it just kills whatever might be around it so mm-hmm. just uh that's what i've done I've, i put the hose on it i went off and done something else come back turn the hose off and, and actually sat down there and pulled it out by hand or you can use an old knife or a fork or a gardening trowel but you just don't want to break it up you want to try and keep it as whole as you can and it, and it may come back again next year, but hopefully not as strong. And if you just keep at it, eventually it, it'll give up. Yeah. I hope that helps.
5: If, if, we, if we don't give up first, right. Okay. Uh, good advice. Okay. Right.
2: Well, enjoy.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's sometimes tenacious. <laughs> sometimes those tests just aren't aren't pleasant. But but you're absolutely right, Sharon. Where where if you get the ground really really saturated, uh, because you want to be sure that you get all the roots out, uh, and you'll find that it'll be rooted in in one spot, but that that it'll be creeping across <laughs> the top of the ivy, so there won't be as many roots as you might think there is. Just because it's lodged in the ground, and then it, and it can run just like like everywhere, so a lot of it'll be on top of that ivy. So, so yeah. So just be sure you get all those roots as many as you can,
2: and don't leave any little pieces laying around. You want to take it all. and Do not put it in your compost pile.
5: Yeah. Oh okay it can live everywhere okay thank you very
0: much you're welcome thanks for calling in mike three five six nine three nine seven plant experts live at prairie gardens although it can be very pretty creeping charlie if you are ever stuck with it (laughs) you don't think so sharon
2: no (laughs) you'll have you'll only have creeping charlie if you think it's pretty
0: (laughs) oh well yeah that's a very good point but it's divide uh, conquer and kill Okay, but I actually, I did get a, a combination uh, uh, planter one time as a present, and it had a little Creeping Charlie in oh, it. Oh, nice friend. And that's how okay. I learned it. It probably know.
2: was in there by accident. I, I, I Do they put that in? I've never seen it in a planter. Have yeah, you? It has
0: really John? pretty flowers when it flowers.
1: Ooh. So, there, there is one. That they call creeping Charlie. That is a variegated variety. It has a white edge. Um, it's kind of marketed as that for planters. Yes, I remember. Yes. That. Oh, yeah. Okay. Hmm. Yeah.
0: So that's probably what was in it. Okay, because I was going to say it. You, well, you were right. as long as you I mean, didn't get it in, in the ground. You're fine. <laughs> I have not put it in the ground. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Will
2: that one uh, become invasive?
1: You know, I don't. I don't know because okay. I would only recommend it for containers. I have yeah. put
2: it in a container and had a customer freak, so I took it out but uh, <laughs> before I realized what it really was. Yeah. But,
0: sorry. <laughs>
8: so funny.
0: But, yeah, it can be pretty. 356-9397, nine, nine, Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. So what have you guys been busy doing in your yards this week?
2: I have been pulling weeds. Yeah. Uh, planting hydrangeas. Nice. Water water limelights that I got here. Oh, and beautiful. <laughs> all my, <clears throat> pardon me, all my limelights have been from here. And I originally planted, I think, 10 years ago now, three as a screen in my backyard. And they're about six and a half feet tall. And really? Yeah, they're
1: huge. They're gorgeous. Mm-hmm. They
2: are. They're really, uh, bragging on myself there, sorry. But uh, <laughs> they're really, really nice. So this year I've got, I bought five more here. And I have...
0: I'm so intrigued that About you can eight. use it as a screen.
2: Oh, yeah. It's a living screen. It's, it's pretty easy. You have to cut it once a year, and then you just watch it get pretty again. And I like the limelights because they remind me of oak leaf hydrangeas. I, <clears throat> I like that. And they get a little, as they start to uh, get into fall, you'll get a soft, they become white, lime green. They become pink, and if you leave them up, all through the fall and winter, they'll become kind of a reddish pink. They're real pretty. Uh, I have a lot of people that like me to clip them, and they make wreaths and dried and arrangements out of them.
0: I had no <coughs> idea that they would turn any other colors. Oh, other yeah, they're than really that. cool. Yeah. beautiful. I love wine lights. Bright <coughs> green that they are, in in the summertime anyway. But, uh, yeah, now I'm really interested in getting some just so that I can. Well, it takes a little while to get that big, but, <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. It's
1: usually about, what, like say? five? Five years. years? I believe
2: yeah. these at five yeah. years, and I didn't uh, cut them the first two years. I, I waited, and then I uh, trimmed them to the look that I wanted. And then. it just kind of, they look like little trees. At what
0: type of the year? What time of the year, you,
2: I do it in March or April. You can, just that's when I do it. I don't know if anybody else does it earlier, but that's an easy way, because I want the look all winter, and the birds like it back there, and the snows on them, and you see that little pink blush through there. It's really pretty, you know. <clears throat> Excuse me.
0: Sounds very pretty. Yeah. It's just and a nice uh, pop of color in the middle of winter. Yes. That's nice to see. And
2: my neighbor has a magnolia that backs it, so during the spring, it's got a real pretty backdrop. It's a beautiful oh. magnolia, and then I have the hydrangeas there, so
0: lovely it's really nice
2: and it's inexpensive for a screen it's but it's cheaper than a fence yeah. sure it's prettier and it takes a little maintenance whereas if you know maybe a fence is a lot more maintenance than these plants
1: well that's where you have <coughs> a, a great background to your other plants <coughs> we always talk about you want to do a do a, have a, a, <coughs> a focal place mm-hmm. to to look at behind exactly sharing uh, where you're, where you're creating a garden, you know, that's a, that's a high spot. And then you, you build down mm-hmm. to lower f- to the front. Yeah.
0: Right. And then just do the different layers of uh, really whatever colors you wanted to then. Are they more of a full sun? Can they take the full sun? Or?
2: Yes, they can take full sun. Uh, when you first plant them and when you plant them like now, when it's super hot, you will have to water them more often. And they'll let you know. They just kind of look droopy. So, right. you don't have to guess that they need water. You That's know nice. they need water. They just loop.
0: That's kind of yeah. nice, actually. <laughs> yeah. And then, well, as soon as after you water them, <clears throat> you look back in a few hours and you see they're all perky again?
2: Usually within about a half an hour or so, it's pretty quick. Great. And I just lay the hose at the base of them and walk off and do other errands in the yard and then come back and move the hose again. Because I don't have the patience to stand there and do that. I need to go do something else. Right. <laughs> All right.
1: Well, and that and that's a good point, Sharon. And it soaks. You, you have to leave right. You have to leave the hose on to soak the ground. You have to water deeply. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why you know why I, I always talk about that. I water with buckets because that way I know how much water I'm putting on the plant.
2: I'm a okay. bucket person too. I didn't know that, John. Yeah.
0: Really, yeah. Sharon?
2: Yeah. You're a bucket person.
1: Yeah, I have. What? Kitty
2: litter buckets that a customer has cats, she has kitty litter, blah, blah, blah. I recycle those buckets. Oh, okay. And that's how I carry my water around to the plate. And if you have enough property and you aren't real upset about a yellow, neon yellow kitty litter bucket sitting somewhere, I also fill that with water for the next morning if I'm going to be in a hurry. So nice. Or if it's pretty far out. I have a pretty big back lot and it's quite the little trek back there. Yes. So I leave my buckets kind of hidden back there. I understand that. <laughs> I have milk idea.
0: jugs <laughs> hidden here and there that are filled with water. Well, you can
2: do water cans, but I need that two and a half gallons of water yeah. sometimes yes. on those plants.
1: Yeah, especially for uh, any trees and shrubs that are, you know, established or even new ones that that you want to add that much water, you know, every time you do it because you got to you got to get down to those roots. Because if we're out there with the hose, you know, you see somebody every day out watering the top of the ground.
2: I call it the wave. They do yeah. the wave it, with the hose, and they think that's enough. And I'm like, uh-uh. Yeah, because <laughs>
1: you're only getting maybe one or two inches down into the into the ground, and you got to really leave it on for a long time to soak. Okay. I Next. do. I'm I do not... both methods. I have. I have like a 200 foot hose because I have, you know, my acre a property large that I do. Yard. Yard. And yeah. uh, so. I fill the buckets, and then I let the hose run on a plant. Fill the bucket, let, let the hose, hose run on out. one of the plants. So yeah.
0: Smart. And, yeah. Well, and then with, uh, with the additional heat that we've been experiencing and the heat indices being in, in the hundreds, and I think uh, we, we could be a little close to that today even, mm-hmm. um, then just even more water or any other tips? Well, look, if you've actually soaked, like
2: you should, like John's talking about, leave the hose. I actually wait till it's kind of squishy. I don't know if that makes sense to anyone. I, yeah. But you know when you get a hard rain and you walk in your grass and it, that's when I stop. And then, and I also, when I planted these particular three, they're kind of mounded. So the water does go downhill. Okay. So I, I don't have to do it too much but that's the best way to but if you've done that and even in this heat i've only had to do it twice in all the heat we've had and yes they're old and established the new ones no i've had to do those almost every day wow but that that's just because they're brand new and they're just starting to put out their roots and if you don't get them early they're they're going to die and next fall or even the earlier spring you probably won't have them they'll be gone
0: wow all right. Good advice. Three five six nine three nine seven. Plant Experts, live at Prairie Gardens. Let's go back to the phones where Zoe has been waiting patiently. Hey, good morning, oh, Zoe. Oh, well. good morning. <laughs> I
7: just wanted to give a quick report because of last week that um, my gardenia actually bloomed, so I guess I was wrong.
1: <gasps> Yay. And I was so
7: relieved. <laughs> I was shocked. <laughs> I went out the other day, and, it, and I smelled it, and I went, what is that? And then I went, oh, it's the gardenia. And I got pretty excited, (laughs) but the bottom of it, you know, is just so messed up, and so it seems like the leaves and the blooms are more at the top of it. So, um, anyway, but I'm very relieved. So I guess it's going to be okay for a while. (laughs) I just wanted to tell you all, thank you for all your help with it.
0: Well, that's. That's what the is here for. That's girl. great. I'm I glad to hear that. Thank you. Yeah.
1: You know, I think it went through a little stress period when we had all, you know, we've had that heat, you know, in the 90s since the middle of May.
4: Mm-hmm.
7: Uh,
1: you know, who knew that was going to happen? And uh, a, a lot of plants got off guard with that. Yeah. yeah. So That's
7: probably right. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. and I did ask my friend in, about the leaves and she just said green, so
1: that's good. <laughs> that was her description. You're great. That was a great so, answer. <laughs> <laughs> good answer. So good answer. I thought I'd go yeah. with that. So, anyway,
7: so
0: thank you again. I'm going to go well. water
7: it in a minute. <laughs> all right. Well,
0: you enjoy that bloom, girl. <laughs> well, I am. Thank you good. so much. Well, you're so all welcome. All right. You all have a great day. You too. Bye, Zoe. 356 nine, three, nine, Plant Experts, live at Prairie Gardens. Let's go back to the phones and talk to Bob in Champagne. Good morning, Bob. Good morning. Uh, our
6: yard is a mess. Brown, brown spots, <laughs> brown everything. And I've had uh, conflicting reports on how to water. Uh, one guy said do it every other day for about 20 minutes. Another one says do it. Maybe once a week for an inch, and uh, the other question would be about uh, thatching. When to do that? I need about, help.
0: About what? Is, what was that last one? Thatching. Thatching. Oh, thatching. Thatching. Okay. Thatching takes
2: out all the old grass that's died and, and it's accumulated over time, and it's too much. So and when you do it, you'll be amazed at what you get. Out of that little piece of
1: lawn. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, it- so, so, are you? So, let's go back. <laughs> let's go back to spring. <laughs> did you uh, did you do fertilization? Did you do any uh, seeding at all? Or let's yes. let's okay, okay, good. This, uh, company. Okay, so you <laughs> had so you had lawn service. Okay. Yes. Okay, and uh, have they? So do they come back uh, uh, on a schedule and do their... Yes. Okay, okay. So uh, they're not giving you any explanations as to what... They're
6: just saying it's a fungus and it's uh, <laughs> there's not much you can do. Uh, cut your grass higher, or, or cut it less often and higher. I've got yep. it up just about as high as I can get now. And we yeah. had this problem years ago and spent a, a lot of money killing it off and then tilling it and putting mushroom compost down and new grass seed and everything. And we love a uh, pretty yard, but this one's a mess.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think it's good, good that you have the lawn service. Uh, I think that this year's been a little bit exceptional with the heat. With the heat. Uh, do you water do you water your lawn?
6: Uh, yeah we have an irrigation system and we've been doing it about um, an inch a week but then I also heard do it maybe 20 in this hot hot weather in the, and we do it in the early morning and uh, also do it for maybe 20 minutes every other day so I don't know which way to go on that.
0: I think I, the experts are discussing amongst I, themselves.
1: And un, 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 unfortunately, because we can't see it. And yes, I have, uh, we have had a lot of questions about lawn fungus this week. Really? Um, and of course with the humidity and the moisture, uh, that creates some problems or some issues. Uh, also, and yes, it's great advice to mow high, uh, You know, because the lower you mow, the more you expose the roots to the heat. And so you want to mow at least three inches or higher if you can. And, uh, you know, watering is good. Um,
2: Don't overwater, though. Exactly. Especially when the humidity is high. Yep. Because you're going to create that fungus all by yourself.
6: Okay, so maybe uh, 20 minutes every other day for a while.
1: I, I think you i think you need to water deeply okay as opposed to you know you you want to get it you want to get it at least to a two inch depth and uh you know that's gonna probably take you know at least an hour uh, to get that deep uh i don't know if you have different uh, uh if you have irrigation system then you know it's going to water all at one time so
2: I would say that because I don't have an irrigation system. It's called me. And I move the hose and the sprinkler. And I have what I call zones. And it's an hour at a time or that squishy that I like. And only once a week. I've been trying very hard. But even with that, and this is new seeded lawn from last year. This is its first full year. I'm getting some of those brown spots. So I'm not sure if it's fungus or not, John. I just know. I think it's just the weather and a combination, but I think you can hurt yourself also by overdoing sometimes.
1: Yep, yep.
6: Okay, I'll try that, and the other one was thatching. When should I do that in the fall, or can I do it in the fall?
1: Yep, fall is...
6: Put some grass seed down after that.
1: So thatching, uh, core aeration also is very beneficial.
6: Yeah, I've been, we've done aeration and. We've done about it. <laughs> Everything
1: so, we can. So, do you feel that there's a big buildup of of thatch?
6: I think there is because I do not. Um, I do not uh, use a uh, catcher most okay.
1: of the time. Okay. Is your is your mower a mulching mower or is it?
6: It it is. It's uh, both.
1: Yeah. Okay. Because because normally you wouldn't really have as much thatch buildup with if you use the mulching type mower.
6: Okay. So if I but I, and I and I don't do that all the time. So if I do one of that should I do it this fall or next spring?
1: Oh, fall. Fall. Fall.
6: Fall. Okay. All right. Yeah, thank you very much.
1: All right. Good well, luck. Sure.
0: Thanks so much for calling yeah. in, Bob. We hope that helps. Somewhat with your lawn. Three five six nine three nine seven Plant Experts Live at Prairie Gardens. Let's go back to the phones where Cindy has been waiting patiently. Good morning, Cindy.
8: Hey, good morning. I don't know about patience. That's something I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're still there, aren't you? <laughs> yeah. My my question, I had no idea about the monarch thing. And yeah. I've seen a couple of monarchs in my yard and oh. I'm 53, and it's the first time I've seen a blue butterfly. Is, mm. is that is that weird, or is that just normal? It's a swallowtail.
2: That's a what? Did, what would you say? What it do you was? think it is,
1: Sharon? Swallowtail? Sure.
2: Well, I thought it was a swallowtail, but there's so many, you almost need.
1: It, yeah, there's, there's. It's really hard. I have guide. a black
2: with blue, and then I have an all blue one, uh, and I have several. Yeah, it's all blue. It's it's
8: a point oh. where I was like, is that is that dark blue? That. Is that black? It was it was a. Uh, I've had a couple of those, and they're and beautiful. they're really cool. But I can't believe it took me this long to see one.
0: Right, I understand that because, uh, yeah, yeah, I'm not, I'm close to your age, and I don't think that I've ever seen a blue butterfly yeah. in, so I in like, real yeah, life. I you've got a blue butterfly, you know, maybe on television <laughs> or in a book or something. But uh, yeah, but that's neat. And so, go ahead. What do I have Butterf- that,
8: that's attracting those besides my beauty?
0: <laughs> oh! Well, obviously your beauty is attracting them. Aside <laughs> yeah. from that, what is what is the beauty in your
8: yard?
2: Do you have butterfly bushes,
8: or plenty, a lot of flowers, or
0: um,
8: or do you just have it, grass? It's usually recycled uh, uh, stuff, but I have a lot of hostas. I have a lot of um, because we live on a corner and we get everybody's uh, drainage, you know. Mm-hmm. So I I use mm-hmm. the hostas for drainage. But are like, the hostas in given, bloom? Uh, they are have your, not bloomed yet. Oh, okay. And they make me mad because they, they get bugs, so I usually cut those out. <laughs> oh, <laughs>
2: like, well, butterflies do terrible. like those
8: blooms. <laughs> okay, okay. Well, some of them might be starting, the ones on the edges. You can but, leave um, a few if they're unsightly to you. Um, well, no, it's just that they bring bugs, and I'm just like, you know, they bring uh, bees and stuff. So well, oh, Pollinators. Pollinators, yeah. oh, pollinators. <laughs> yes. Yes, yeah. lovely pollinators that I don't care for. So, um, yeah, so uh, <laughs> a lot of times, like, the ones close to the house, I cut and just stick back in the plant. But um, I'm trying to think of near my house where I see them. My husband's put up tomatoes, but I, I don't, I don't, would that do it?
1: And well, they're her, just got, traveling through, seven, yeah, you know, any anywhere that storage. there's some type of a blossom. Uh, they might be in your neighbor's yard. Uh, maybe they stopped and found something in in yours, So so... I think yeah, that's great. I, I think you should just enjoy it and stop Yeah, and I'm out the there. I, I, got a, I got a,
8: I got, I got up close picture of uh, a dragonfly and a. Oh a, neat. I'm such a dork. Okay, and a grasshopper. So I could. I'm like, because <laughs> the the, the dragonfly just fly away so quickly. But if they you, do.
0: But they're so neat to look at, aren't so they? <laughs> look,
8: yeah, and I'm like, it's sitting still for me. It's,
0: it's being nice. So, um, yeah, but I have seen a fair amount of butterflies in what? in. That's yard, great. Though. And you, you know, uh, in the paper, in that article that we were referring to earlier in the News Gazette by Brian Pankow, um, they said that we can help by, if you see any caterpillars, don't kill them. Don't yeah. kill them, right? Uh, oh, but no, we put can... them in a jar. <laughs> oh, yeah, well, there's, yeah, and there's some kind of, um, what's the matter, Sharon?
8: <laughs> I have a feeling people are laughing and they're trying to hide it.
0: I don't know, Sharon. Have you have you helped don't. caterpillars along? Don't it, put them in a jar. Okay. What? Are, yeah, what I know. It's just
8: for fun for for a little bit, like 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 done. uh Fireflies. Okay. So, we uh, we put it back, but they're yeah. thank you. That's great.
1: They're, Perfect. Okay. Yeah. Right. So, so in, enjoy.
8: Caterpillars, leave it alone. Yeah. Right. <laughs>
1: Nature is so cool, isn't it? <laughs>
8: It is, so, it's, well, it is for boring old 53-year-old women. So, um, oh, us. Uh, so, um, so the fact that I'm seeing other types of butterflies, too, does not affect that monarch issue. Is that correct?
2: No, the monarch think... issue is a monarch issue.
8: Okay, so it has nothing to do with the other. Other butterflies,
2: butterflies yeah, they're fine. It's just the monarch because we're destroying their habitat, their feeding grounds. And uh, because we all want this nice, neat little garden, uh, but you know, just enjoy so what, what you is see. the thing
8: that they like.
0: Anything that needs pollinated. Yeah, Especially and that becomes milkweed. a bee
2: issue for you. So maybe you know, you could just enjoy the butterflies that come through your yeah. property.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Thanks oh for yeah. If in, I Cindy? know
8: if I know that that's helping the monarchs by leaving those those uh, the, the flowers up, I'll just on leave them
0: yeah, yeah. I
1: just didn't yep. know that. I didn't know
8: Thanks that.
1: Thanks for at your all. call. We appreciate sure. it. Sure.
8: Okay. Thank you.
0: Thanks. Take care, Cindy. Have a good weekend. Three five six nine three nine seven. Live at Prairie Gardens. Let's go back to the phones where uh, John is waiting. Good morning, John. Let's go ahead and uh, perhaps John is still there. Okay. If John isn't there, how about Chris? Chris standing by. Uh, hey,
5: good morning, guys.
1: Hi, Chris. Good morning.
0: And this is Chris. Hi.
5: Yeah, hi. I just want to call and <laughs> remind folks that uh, the U of I Extension in Piat County is having its garden walk today. Oh, uh, that's a lot right. of the other garden walks in the area have already gone by and stuff, but uh, this is happening today from 9 to 2 in Monticello.
1: We sure and, appreciate and, and your where, call.
0: And do you know where we can find tickets for that?
5: Uh, Well, the day of, um, oh, goodness, that's a good question. I don't know. I know that they're available at the different uh, locations, and we happen to be a location, um, a host uh, garden. But um, I believe that uh, there are some places around town in Monticello that that, uh, you can still purchase. Okay. Chris, I think
1: some of the the downtown uh, uh, stores have have some tickets. I noticed signs in their windows. Uh, the other there day that yeah, they're selling exactly, tickets. Exactly. Yeah.
5: Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure about day of sales, but probably so.
1: Yeah.
0: All right. Oh, and great. Uh, wow, what a beautiful sunny day too to to get out. And, well, and we're going to see. It gardens. looks like there might
5: be some stuff on the radar, so we'll, we'll see how. That oh, goes. I haven't checked that out recently. <laughs>
0: That's all right. I'm I'm sure it'll only be a momentary lapse. <laughs> I hope so. Exactly.
5: <laughs> all right. Well, thank well, you. great,
0: Chris. Thanks so much for calling in about that. So again, uh, the. Uh, The uh, garden walk going on Uh, in Monticello. In Monticello. Thank you. I was trying to remember what county is it again? Douglas. It is. No, wait. uh. (laughs) Hyatt. Hyatt.
1: That's where I live. Hyatt County. Oh, okay.
0: That's right. Because you're in White Heath right? That's right. Okay.
1: Don't tell everybody where I live. <laughs> <laughs> it's, okay. In East it's okay. a <laughs> garden. It's <usually> Really good. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> really, really good. No. no. Yeah, it's great.
0: Uh, so, what has been the most commonly asked question this week?
1: Don't talk about it. So, things. so uh, again, the tenacious bagworms are still are still out. Yeah. So. Check especially your evergreens, uh, arborvitaes, blue sprues, uh That's some of the things they love. And now when they're active is the only time that you can actually eliminate them. And you do that with uh, uh, a bacteria called Bacillus thuringiensis, or it's just called BT. Okay. So, yeah.
0: And, and just kind of follow the directions?
1: Absolutely. All right. For sure.
0: Good. And how do you identify bagworms?
1: Well, so so if you've noticed, uh, and some people haven't, like uh, there's a little long appendage that's kind of gray and knobby. I guess you would call it. Uh, thus, thence the bag, and that's where.
0: But it doesn't really look like a bag.
1: It's well, it's kind of looks like a little pine cone. Yeah. Oh. Okay. And it's gray. A good description. Yeah, yeah. And it hangs down from the the it hangs under a stem.
0: All right, and then you see a plethora of them.
1: Well, then what happens? Then there's eggs in there, and they hatch, and then the worms emerge, and then they start feeding on your on your plant, and you'll be able to see them. Uh, they're like little brown brown creepies.
0: Okay, because I have little white mm-hmm. creepies, and uh, they. I don't know. I'll, I'll take a picture of them, and I'll, I'll bring them in so that maybe you guys will know exactly what they are. And they're on your evergreen? Uh, no, not on, a, on an evergreen. Oh, no. okay. Are they were uh, on my magnolia. Are they feeding? Uh, I think so. I need. I need to. I need to watch them more. If watch that it. makes sense, I <laughs> yeah. just need to watch them and yeah. see what they do.
1: Scouting. It's called scouting. <gasps>
0: really, there's a name for it. Yeah. Okay, that sounds so much more professional. Yeah. I need to scout my worms. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back to the phone lines and see if we have time for just one quick question before the end of the show. Cheryl in Rantoul is standing by. Good morning, Cheryl. Good morning. I
7: have found this morning, I've been in my Brugmansia Brugmansia leaves.
0: Where and have I we have,
7: camp.
0: we have kind of a tough connection for you, Cheryl. We're having a hard time understanding you. Okay. I'm looking at some Brug leaves.
7: Brug leaves.
0: Brug leaves that not ringing any bells yet.
7: Brugmansia leaves.
1: Oh Bergmancia. okay. Yes. Angel trumpet, angel trumpet. Yeah. Okay. Oh,
7: okay. Yeah.
1: Okay. And okay.
7: I've got these worms, these white caterpillar-looking worms that are about an inch long. Huh. Any idea what those might be? Not Depending on the underneath side.
1: Okay. Okay. So, uh, if it's a if it's any type of a, a worm, uh, mm-hmm. the product that I just talked about. The Bt. Would be especially good. Uh, it's a little hard for me to tell you what it is without, without yeah. knowing. But, uh,
0: but I'll tell you what, Cheryl, if you, if you did have the opportunity to go ahead and take a, a photo of it and uh, maybe also a photo of the plant that it's feeding off of, bring it into yeah. Prairie Gardens, and I'll bet they can help you identify it and uh, find the right pesticide or insecticide that you may need. Okay? Okay. Thank Great. you. Well, you're very welcome. Thanks for calling in this morning. All right. Megan Reynolds, you have been so quiet this morning. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, we have so much great knowledge here yeah. between Sharon and John. So. This is
0: true. But you know quite a bit about plants, too, don't you?
3: Um, I do know some. Yeah. I'm does. learning <laughs> every day. But uh, I didn't get a chance to say what happened in my garden this week that I was so excited about. <gasps> what? Um, we actually harvested some tomatoes Did last you? Night. Already? They were just little cherry tomatoes, but still oh. very exciting. Um Yeah. So that's what's going on with me. Oh, that's terrific. <laughs>
0: and then a few quick sales going on
3: that you can touch upon.
0: The yeah. like select butterfly bushes of mm-hmm. course.
3: We have some roses, all of our roses in stock actually are 50% off and uh, don't forget that we got some fresh perennials in to come out and check out. There's some beautiful things out there, so Yeah. and a lot of them 40 and 50% off. And grasses are on sale, so we've got a little bit of everything. Terrific.
0: Yep. Thanks so much, you guys.
3: You've been listening to Plant
0: Experts live at Prairie Gardens with plant expert John Wisegarver, as well as uh, plant aficionado Megan Reynolds, and our special guest, Sharon Herb. Thank you so much, you guys, for joining us today. Uh, remember, if you are become an Ivy Long member, you get an extra 10% off on Tuesdays podcasts of the show will be available at WDWS.com. Have a great weekend.